Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Maroon and Bold podcast brought to you by Central Michigan Life. I'm sports editor Christian Boer, and I'm going to take you through this week's news in sports before we have a couple more in-depth conversations. Today's episode is going to feature men's basketball beat reporter Ashley Berkness, wrestling reporter Megan Youngblood, and gymnastics beat reporter Ryan Kaloris. Taking you through the past week in Central Michigan Athletics, starting with the men's basketball team, the Chippewas seem to have found their footing a little bit. They played three games this week, obviously making up for some COVID postponements earlier in the season. Their first two games, both wins at home, first over Bowling Green on Tuesday, February 1st, and then against Western Michigan at home on February 3rd. Ashley will talk a little bit more about it later in this episode, but The atmosphere at that Western Michigan game is something that many people are talking about around campus right now. Obviously, the Chippewas got their third consecutive win when they came out victorious against Western Michigan. However, that win streak was snapped Saturday against Buffalo. The Bulls came to town and beat the Chippewas 74-54. Moving to the women's basketball side, Heather Osterley and company are now on a three-game losing streak. They fell to Akron January 29th, last Saturday, 70-60. They had two games this week. First, February 2nd, they traveled to Kent State and lost 68-57. And then they hosted Buffalo in a competitive game, a tight game that went down to the wire. The Bulls beat the Chippewas 82-74. Moving over to gymnastics, we're going to talk more about this with Ryan a little bit later, but the Chippewas went down to Lexington, Kentucky to take on the Kentucky Wildcats as part of a quad meet that also featured the Georgia Bulldogs and the Illinois Fighting Illini. The Chippewas produced a season-best score, but ultimately placed fourth behind the three other Power 5 opponents. So maybe not the best result, but at the end of the day, they topped their team high for the season. And they got to go up against some of the best competition in the country. The Chippewas will return home for the first time since January 9th for a home meet Friday, February 11th at 7 p.m. It's Western Michigan and Michigan State coming to town, coming to Mount Pleasant to take on the Chippewas. Lastly, for the rest for the winter sports, rather, let's talk wrestling. Tom Barelli's squad is now, or is still rather unbeaten in Mid-American Conference play. They're now 6-0 in conference matches. They're 11-2 on the season. They haven't lost since December 20th as part of the journeyman collegiate duels when they took on the number one ranked at the time, Iowa Hawkeyes. Since then, the Chippewas undefeated, including six wins in conference play. They swept the Chippewa Challenge on January 16th, and they've just been rolling through the Mid-American Conference. They had two meets, this past week, February 4th, Friday, they knocked off Edinburgh 26-9. to And then on Sunday, February 6th, the Chippewas traveled to Kent State and knocked off the Golden Flashes 32-9. They're back home on Sunday, February 13th at 2 p.m. to take on Buffalo. So that's a wrap-up of what went on this week in Chippewa Athletics. Quick rundown of the schedule for next week. The Chippewa wrestling team, obviously, Hosts one meet February 13th. Gymnastics also hosting on Friday, February 11th. The women's basketball team will host on Wednesday. They take on Kent State 
in a rematch of a game played exactly one week prior to this upcoming week's matchup, and then they travel to Oxford, Ohio, to take on Miami February 12th at 1 p.m. For the men's team, it's three games this week as they try to work on getting all those rescheduled games in in a timely fashion. First up, they travel to Muncie, Indiana to take on Ball State February 8th. On Thursday, they return home to take on Ohio, who is currently the top dog in the Mid-American Conference. And then on February 12th, Saturday, the Chippewas will travel to Kalamazoo for a rivalry rematch with the Western Michigan Broncos. Now let's get into some of our conversations with our Central Michigan Life staff beat reporters. First up, it's Ashley Berkness and Megan Youngblood. Ladies, how are we today? We're good. We're good. Doing good. Tired. Yeah. Uh, Megan, we'll start with you. Wrestling team currently undefeated in Mid-American Conference play. Ten match win streak. What have you seen from that group? They're just... De- determined and focused and like nothing seems to like shake them or break them like even when they're wrestling and one of the wrestlers might lose a match it doesn't um it keeps them on track and they just bounce right back afterwards so looking ahead you've got a chance that they could clinch at least a share of the dual title um the next time they hit the mat i mean just when you started at the beginning of the year is this something you s- could have seen this team doing like if I told you at the first week of the wrestling season, hey, this is the team that can win the Mid-American Conference title, what would, have, what would have been your reaction? I'd probably been a little shocked, but, I mean, probably about the third match in, I probably could have told you that they would have been up there. I don't think I could tell you that they would have clinched it and won it, but, I mean, now it's just amazing what these wrestlers can do and what they've been able to endure. So, obviously, when you talk about CMU wrestling, you talk about Matt Stencil, you talk about Dresden Simon, who are some of the other guys who you feel have stepped up and, and helped this team get where it is today? Um, Brett Fiedwa, definitely, especially coming off of an injury season last year. I think he's only lost like two or three matches in his last couple ones, and he's facing off against guys who are nationally ranked, and he might not always win them, but he's they're close. And I think he's really kind of shown that he's stepping up and he's going to start to be a leader. And Tracy Hubbard as well. He's just every time he goes on the mat, you know he's going to do good. You know, speaking of kind of getting rolling and, and win streaks, I'm going to turn it over to Ashley now. Ashley, the men's basketball team is seems like they're kind of starting to figure it out. Obviously, tough start to the year. They have a bunch of COVID postponements. Uh, one of their best players, Jermaine Jackson, leaves uh, to start his pro career. And now they just ripped off a three-game win streak. Obviously, that got snapped Saturday against Buffalo. But three wins in a row kind of signaling that maybe this team's starting to find itself. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I've said this from the beginning of this team, they they fight. And they beginning of the season, they were playing those top 25 teams, and everyone kind of looked at them like, oh, gosh, like, they're not good. Like, this is not going to be good. But once they started, like, to see those, the MAC talent, they kind of, you know, they rose. And I think people are t- finally realizing, like, this team is actually good. And, like, that showed from the last two games they had a huge crowd. That's like the biggest crowd I've seen since my freshman year. Yeah, speaking of that atmosphere, you know, uh, you've seen it on social media, I'm sure. They played Western Michigan on Thursday, and I personally wasn't at the game. I heard it was rocking. I mean, what were your thoughts and what was your impression of that crowd and that atmosphere Thursday night? It was crazy. It was 
I think with it being that Western game, and obviously everybody wanted to come out, and with it being Western, the fans were always fans were already like hyped already <laughs> from tip off before tip off even started. You know, they were crazy chanting, you know, chanting about the Broncos and all these. You know, <laughs> we don't talk about that. But yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, that's exactly that. So, Ashley, the listeners may not know this, but you're from Illinois. I am. And last week, Central Michigan went to Northern Illinois, which, if I'm not mistaken, is located near where your hometown is. Yeah, like 30 minutes. And they knock off Northern Illinois. So, unbiasedly, obviously, just what was kind of your reaction to, to seeing Central Michigan go into your, essentially your hometown and knock off the Huskies? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. It's always great to see the Chippewas beat the Huskies, you know, but, yeah. That is classic. So that men's basketball team, obviously, with Jermaine Jackson gone, Kevin Miller's kind of had to take on, you know, at the beginning of the year, it was, it was one of those things where Tony Barbie made it sound like they were going to yo-yo the two point guards, essentially, and, and then they started playing them together a little bit, just because that was when the offense was at its best, and now Jermaine Jackson's not with the team anymore, so Kevin Miller's playing like 30, 35 minutes a game. What have been your impressions of him um, over the last few games now that he's got that increased role? He has just shown huge strides. Like, him and Cam Healy, them working together, it's just, I think that was, like, a key in these last, like, three games. Yeah, and, and Cam Healy is one of two um, graduate students who transferred in in the offseason. The other one's Harrison Henderson. From a leadership perspective, how important do you think those two guys have been as this team kind of gets its legs underneath them? I think it's very important because they've had, like like you said, a bunch of experience. And especially with him, like with Cam and Miller, like teaming up mm -hmm. together. Because Kevin's a freshman, so I think Cam kind of like leading him like in the right way. And all the other two, because this is a young team. Yeah. So I think that has helped a lot in these past games and like showing them like this is what we got to do so the the wrestling and the men's basketball team are kind of in two different predicaments but they still have like one major goal and for the wrestling team that's obviously to win the conference and for the men's team it's to get to Cleveland as one of the top eight teams in the American Conference so Megan I want to start with you what's one thing the wrestling team has to do to achieve its goal of the season I think they just have to stay focused and not let it get to their heads. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, Borelli preaches that a lot, that a lot of his wrestlers sometimes might get in their own heads, even in good ways and bad ways, but they just need to stay focused and not let anything kind of distract them. And then, Ashley, for you, what's it going to take for the men's team to get to Cleveland? They just got to fight, fight from beginning to end. They've, multiple times they've, like, started off strong and then they just kind of, like, fall, or it's, the, it's flip. They don't start off strong and then towards the end they just run out of time. So I think they just got to fight from beginning to end and like also keep in the back of their head like we could actually do this. Think of like kind of like people doubting them like, hey, we are actually in this and we can do this. Let's prove to them that we can. Yeah, no doubt. Should be a fun, exciting finish to the season for both of these teams. Got a couple months, about a month left uh, before postseason play starts. But before we let you go, Megan and Ashley, where can our listeners find you on social media? Uh, my Twitter is MeganYB10. That's where you can find me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> my Twitter is at AshBurkins. There you go. Like if you're interested in finding more of their work, you can go ahead and follow them on Twitter. 
And Megan, Ashley, thank you so much for coming on and stopping by and spending a little bit of your Monday with me. And now, Gymnastics Beat reporter Ryan Galoris. All right, now joining me on Maroon and Bold is our Gymnastics Beat reporter Ryan Galoris. Ryan, how are you this week? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. How about you? You know, I'm staying alive, hanging in there. Um, you know, as we kind of get into that first, we're nearing midterms already, which is crazy. Um, but we're here today to talk about gymnastics. And this past week, the gymnastics team for Central Michigan went down to Lexington, Kentucky for what appeared to be a pretty big event. Kind of walk us through what that was. Yeah, so um, so they participated in the Friday Night Heights event on uh, SEC Network. So that was pretty cool to, for them to get uh, an opportunity to kind of, you know, per, or compete in like a nationally broadcasted event. So, yeah. So that was really cool. But yeah, um, they were, like you said, it was in uh, Lexington and Kentucky right now. They're, they're rolling. They're, yeah. uh, I think after the meet, they're ranked 10th in the country now. But uh, but yeah, that was a, a certainly tough competition, and it didn't get a whole lot easier with uh, with Georgia and Illinois. Yeah. Illinois, a, um, you know, they faced them in their uh, season opener, so so that was a a familiar opponent. But Georgia was also just a, a very tough SEC opponent, so so they got all they could handle in that meet. Right, but you know that's kind of the standard, I suppose. If you want to be a good team, you got to go up against the best and you know Central Michigan had a couple of national or national qualifying gymnasts last year and um looks like they've kind of gotten off to a you know maybe the record doesn't say it, but you know in your in your piece you mentioned that it was a season best performance and but because of the competition, they still finished in fourth place, but do you think maybe when you go to an event like that, maybe you have to change your mindset a little bit? Being a team out of the Mid-American Conference, you know, going up against teams that are nationally ranked, maybe it's not about going and winning the whole thing, but maybe it's about setting new highs or maybe living up to the standard. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, they've actually, I think, despite one meet, they've uh, they've set their uh, team high for score every meet, so, so it's... I think more right now it's it's kind of just about uh, just getting their their competition ready and and so that like later in the year they can really match up against some of these um, more like heavier meets mm -hmm. bigger bigger opponents so so yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see if they can continue to uh, to improve every meet like they have been. Yeah, it certainly will be fun to follow. They're home this week Friday at McGurk Arena, um, Ryan. As you've watched this team grow, we're now, what, three, four weeks into the season. Who have been some of the people that have caught your eye as far as the performance? I think one, uh, one gymnast who continues to catch my eye every meet is Adriana Bustello. She's a sophomore and primarily uh, competes on, uh, on bars, but, but she's done an awesome job. And, and, you know, when you watch her, you don't see a whole lot of the little mistakes. She's kinda, she, she seems really in control um, every time she goes through her routine. So so that's one that I've definitely really been uh, impressed with. And then going forward, you know, as the season carries on, what's one thing or maybe one area of gymnastics? I know they kind of have the four events. Maybe which one, which is one you feel that is their best right now? And then what's one that you feel that they can improve upon? Um, so I, I mentioned bars. I, mm -hmm. think, uh, I think some of their uh, best performances will come on bars, but bars is also, uh, you know, it's a pretty tough. Uh, yeah event in general just 
with, with uh, you know, there's so much that you, you get judged on. You have to be perfect and, and flying through the air on the bars. Yeah, is... seriously. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that one's been a really good one. Um, I think they've been pretty consistent in the floor, uh, floor exercise. So I think they're going to try to continue to uh, work on that. And then beam similar to bars, you know, that's just a really tough event. Yeah. But, but I think, uh, I think they definitely have a, a decent beam lineup and I would like to see to, that to continue to improve. Yeah, you know, I think gymnastics is just an incredible sport because, you know, there there's so many sports where it's very, like, essentially just ground level, right? You run. In football, you tackle people. Baseball, you hit a baseball. Gymnastics, you're flying through the air. <laughs> and not only the physical capability, but also the confidence you have to have to fly around. I, like, I could never do it. So I have the utmost respect for people who can and do so successfully. And it sounds like Central Michigan's got a good a good team going forward here. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for stopping by on a Monday. Where can our, our listeners and our CM Life readers find you on social media? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Caloris. Uh, it's C-O-L-O-R-E-S. Um, there you'll find mostly either CMU Athletic stuff or the Detroit Pistons. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Like myself, Ryan has kind of a side hustle uh, that he writes for. Um, I, I believe it's Piston Powered. Is that mm-hmm. the? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, so you can find some some interesting Detroit Pistons work there if that's what you're interested in as well. So that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Maroon and Bold. I'm sports editor Christian Boer. Thanks so much for listening, and have yourself a great week.